Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. This story is about a girl named Red who has transferred to a new school. Red is very unhappy with the idea of going to a new school and hates everything around her. Today is her first day. She is later starting than everyone else because she had to isolate before she could go to school. Red gets on the bus and heads to school. She meets the principal and goes to her classroom, ready to start this new experience. Let's see how things go. The Transfer Student. She reached over to pick up her phone, which was playing the most happy and positive alarm sound she had ever heard. Good morning, her phone said. Ugh. She slammed her phone down on her bed. What was good about it? Red lay there in a funk. Nothing was going to get her out of bed this morning. Not the smell of her favorite breakfast coming up the stairs into her room. Not the smell of freshly squeezed juice or the aroma of hot cocoa milk. Not even the repeated calls from her mother, who always seemed to be in a good mood in the morning. Ugh. Sometimes, She hated her keen sense of smell, as the smells kept getting stronger and stronger, and her belly was betraying her. It was making noises. Red, her mother yelled. Hurry up and get out of bed. Your breakfast is going to get cold, and you will be late for school. Somehow, she sounded cheerful even when she yelled. Ugh, school. Why did I have to go to school anyway? Especially this school, in this town, in this country, on this planet. Why did we move here anyway? Couldn't mom work from home like everyone else? It was so far away. So different, so green. To make matters worse, we had to stay in quarantine so long that it is already October. School has started. People already have their seats, and where would she sit? Red, her mom yelled louder and a little less cheerful this time. If you don't hurry up and come downstairs, I'm going to send Blue to get you out of bed. Blue was Red's annoying little brother, and as the signs on her bedroom door attest, absolutely forbidden from entering her room, 
he makes stinks. Her mother was dancing about the kitchen, singing a song, one of those oldies about love that never had a beat. Red sat down at her chair to eat her breakfast. She grabbed the syrup and drenched her waffles. She needed more syrup this morning. It's a beautiful day outside, her mother said. The sun is shining, the grass is green, the trees are starting to change color. Meh, Red said as she was staring out the window. So much green. Green and blue were Red's least favorite colors. Red sat at the table, poking at her soggy waffles with her fork, daydreaming of what was her perfect life. Hurry up and eat, Red's mother said in a slightly exasperated tone. You don't want to be late for school. Ugh. Her brother Blue already left the table. He eats every meal like it's his last and no matter what, always seems to finish his food in one big, giant slurpy slurp. Yuck, he was so disgusting. Red reluctantly gobbled down her waffles, licked the syrup off her plate, and gulped down her cocoa and juice, and dragged herself out the door. The big yellow monstrosity noisily stopped outside her house, and Red, dressed in her favorite loose-fitting dark-colored clothes, shuffled toward the bus. Turn around, Red, her mother excitedly yelled. Oh no, another picture in front of all these people? Smile, her mother said as she tried to take a picture. She never could figure out how to take pictures with this new phone. Red curled up the corner of her mouth to appease her mother. Give me a hug, Red, her mother said as she ran towards her. Oh, Mom, please, not in front of everyone, Red embarrassedly said, her face turning an even brighter shade of rouge. Escaping her mother's grasp, she stepped on the bus. Good morning, said Mr. McDonald, the bus driver. The bus driver seemed to be as cheerful as her mom. Ugh. As Red scanned the bus looking for a place to sit, the bus fell silent and everyone started staring at her, laser beams coming out of their eyes, burning through her. That is, except for one girl who ignored her and seemed to be wearing glasses so thick that she couldn't keep her head up straight. Either that or it was the big book she was reading. The only available seat on the bus was at the very back, of course, the bumpy seat. And she walked down the aisle to the back of the bus avoiding the burning gaze of everyone on the bus. She saw her mom waving at her through the back window as she contemplated opening the emergency exit and running away. 
The bus pulled away and Red hit her head on the ceiling as the bus hit a speed bump before she had a chance to sit down. Ouch. That's gonna leave a mark, she thought. Ugh. She sat beside Charlie, who had a runny nose. His mask was on improperly. He had his shirt on inside out and backwards, and his shoes were on the wrong feet. She knew his name was Charlie because he had his name all over everything. His book bag, his hat, his mask, his inside out and on backwards shirt. Charlie snuffled and wiped his nose on his shirt. Gross. This was going to be a long bus ride. Today was Red's first day attending this new school. She was a transfer student from another school, an alien, a stranger. Her mother had accepted a new position at a new company in this faraway place in order to give us all a fresh start, a new home, new friends. Red didn't understand what was wrong with the old home and her old friends, but her mother insisted that it was for the best. Dad even agreed, but he always agreed with mom, always took her side. And besides, he was always traveling anyways. Red arrived at the school unscathed, though she was sure she had Charlie's boogers on her sleeve from when the bus took a turn a little too fast for her liking, and he bumped into her. The last getting out of her seat and the last off the bus, Mr. McDonald called out to her, "'Have a good day, little princess.' Little princess, Red thought. Princess? Do I look like a princess? She walked slowly up the sidewalk to the entrance of her new school. It had a stone archway, red-colored brick, which Red approved of, and looked older than her mother, or even her grandmother for that matter. When she got to the door, she was greeted by two teachers flanking each side. Perhaps they were there to make sure no one escaped? They were as annoyingly cheerful as her mother. Have a great day, one of the teachers said. The other, who seemed to have a hard time smiling, urged her in a slightly less cheerful tone to quickly go to class before the bell. You don't want to be late for class, she said. Ugh. The school lobby was crowded and noisy, and Red, being slightly vertically challenged, had a hard time seeing where she should go. Luckily, the words, the office, were emblazoned atop a door just ahead of her. Red's first stop was this place, where she was to meet with Principal Burke to find out where she was supposed to be imprisoned for the day. Principal Burke's office was guarded by a large, imposing man who introduced himself as Mr. Nozel, 
Principal Burke's assistant and bodyguard, I suppose. How can I help you, little one? You look lost, boomed Mr. Nozel. Uh, my name is Red, and I have an appointment with Principal Burke, she whispered. Oh, Red, yes. Principal Burke has been waiting for you. Welcome to Maplewood School, a family like no other, he recited. Principal Burke will be just with you. Why don't you have a seat in a chair there by the door? Red sat, and minutes that felt like hours passed, when the door to the principal's inner lair finally opened and out popped the bespeckled head of what Red could only describe as the meanest-looking person she had ever seen. Red, is it? Principal Burke asked. Red nodded. Well, don't just stand there. Come in. School has started and you don't want to be late for class, Principal Burke said in a somewhat threatening tone. As she walked in, Principal Burke pointed to the seat in front of her desk, which Red guessed meant, have a seat, as the principal walked around her desk, sat, and opened a large manila folder with contents Red guessed included all the naughty things she did before coming to this school. Glasses hanging on the tip of her nose, Principal Burke scanned the paper up, then down, and from the left and then the right. She put the folder down and took a deep, raspy breath. Welcome to Maplewood School, Red, Principal Burke recited in only a slightly more cheerful tone. I haven't yet received a transcript from your last school, but the documents I have here from the Department of Education are all in order. And since you have completed quarantine, you are all set to join your new home here at Maplewood. We are a small school, so I'm sure you will quickly feel at home. We are a family like no other, she droned. The principal leaned forward with a more menacing posture and said, Keep your nose clean and you will do fine. Do you have any questions? Red wanted to ask what having a clean nose had to do with doing well in school. Did they know about Charlie? But judging by the look on the principal's face, she decided not to. No. Red quietly said. Good, Principal Burke continued. Your class is number 215, and your homeroom teacher is Mrs. Johnson. She will fill you in on all you need to know about school. Your class is down the hallway and the last door on the left. If you hurry, you can make it before the buzzer rings. Red walked out of the office past the mountain, otherwise known as Mr. Nozel, who wished her a good day. As she walked down the dark and dingy hallway with as much enthusiasm as that time she had to walk into the dentist office by herself, she was relieved that all the kids were already in class. Hopefully walking into the classroom won't involve someone sticking sharp metal objects into her mouth, she thought to herself. 
Red turned the handle on the door of the classroom and walked into the noisy room. All the talking stopped, and all eyes focused on Red. This time, it felt like the room went dark, and there was now a spotlight on her, like she was in a play, and she forgot her lines. She started to sweat. Well, hello there. You must be Red. I'm Mrs. Johnson, your homeroom teacher. Why are all the teachers so cheerful, Red thought. Well, except for Principal Burke, that is. Mrs. Johnson even wore brightly colored clothes in green and blue with the words, a family like no other, printed across the top. Ugh. Welcome to 2.15. Go have a seat and I will talk to you at break. Your desk is in the back, in between Charlie and Rachel. Mrs. Johnson cheerfully continued. Mmm, okay, Red said. Red started her long walk to the back of the classroom, shuffling her feet as she went. The classroom was still quiet, with not even a whisper and everyone stared at her with a look of anticipation, like they were waiting for her to trip or something. On the left was the girl with the thick glasses, who she now knew was Rachel, reading another very thick book. She dressed somewhat like Red in comfy, baggy clothes, but with a T-shirt that had a picture of a book and a worm on it. Red hated worms and didn't understand why anybody would want to wear a t-shirt with a worm on it or what it could possibly mean. To her right was Charlie, the boy from the bus, and he still had mucus coming out of his nose, which now that he wasn't wearing a mask, dripped on his desk. Gross. He just sat there staring at her with mouth wide open. Ugh. Red just took her seat when the speaker on the wall loudly squeaked and squawked, and the voice of Principal Burke reverberated throughout the room, perhaps the whole world. Good morning, woodchucks, boomed Principal Burke. Today is Tuesday, a cohort A day. The kitchen has advised me to tell you that today's lunch has been changed to chicken nuggets with bread, golden corn, and diced pears. The snack is Cheez-Its with fruit juice. As Principal Burke continued, Red immediately started to daydream, blocking out the announcements. Red had the amazing talent of being able to block out all adults' voices when she wanted to. She sat there thinking about her friends back home and the fun they had and how much she missed them. And remember, we are a family like no other, finished Principal Burke. Okay, class, we have a new friend joining us today. Let's give a warm welcome to Red, who is joining us from... Hmm, I don't see what school she is joining us from. Well, 
let's have Red stand up and introduce herself to us. Red? Red snapped out of her reverie due to the sound of her name and the loud clapping and banging on desks. Hmm? What? Red cleared her thoughts. Sorry, what did you say? I'd like you to stand up, right by your seat, no need to come to the front of the class, and introduce yourself to all your new friends. Just tell us your name and where you are coming from. What? Red thought to herself. I have to stand up and talk? Red shakily stood up, cleared her throat, and whispered, Hi, my name is Red, and I come from... Shh! Red is trying to speak. With the exception of a few snickers on the other side of the classroom and the dripping sound of Charlie's mucus dripping on the desk, the class fell silent. You'll have to speak up a bit, Red. We can't really hear you. With only a bit more conviction, Red said, Hi, I'm Red. And I'm from Mars. And that is the end of today's story. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs>